Hello, 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 and welcome back. It's Dr. Barry here again for what I hope will be another exciting episode of the Health and Wellness Connection podcast. Uh, here we try to, you know, talk about some of the health and wellness issues facing people on a day-to-day basis, trying to give people advice to really learn how to live their best life and try to, you know, avoid the BS that you encounter on a day-to-day basis. Um, again, so today's topic is going to be kind of hopefully something that people can use. We're talking about maintaining good health in the workplace. Um, a lot of people don't realize that you literally spend a large portion of your life at work. So it's quite important that if you're going to be at a certain place for such a long period of your time, you're really learning how to kind of maintain healthy habits and really try to, you know, move and exist in a peaceful and a harmonious fashion. So we're going to talk about that and really kind of dive deep. So again, we got a few words from our sponsors as, uh, you know, typically obligated, given the fact we have to pay the bills in here. (laughs) But, you know, we're going to really dive deep. So stay tuned. Uh, I'll be back in a second. Hello, it's Dr. B here again. Thank you for tuning in for the Health and Wealth Connection podcast. If you want to catch up with me or have any questions for me or any of my staff, please reach out to us at our email, drberryhealth at gmail.com. Again, that's spelled D-R-B-A-R-R-Y-H-E-A-L-T-H at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook. We have cool articles we're posting regularly, links to the show, and all other cool information that you may want to be interested in checking out. It's at www.facebook.com backslash next level weight loss. Again, www.facebook.com backslash next level weight loss. Also, Instagram is um, where I'm at quite frequently and would love for you to engage me there as well. Please follow me at Instagram at Dr. Barry MD. That's spelled D-R-B-A-R-R-Y-M-D. And again, last but not least, you can also check us out on the World Wide Web, our blog, www.controlyourweight.com. Again, that's spelled www.controlyour, numeral 8.com. And there we post a lot of cool articles, as well as links to the show, and other interesting information that we come across. Again, thanks for tuning in to the Health and Wealth Connection Podcast. And don't forget, Afro Vibes Radio is where we're streaming this every Thursday, 4 p.m. Central Standard Time. Again, thanks for checking in. Now stay tuned for the show. Hello, 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 and welcome back. It's Dr. B here. Thank you for hanging with us today on the Health and Wellness Connection podcast. We're out here just trying to, you know, really spread good information and spread good knowledge so you can hopefully live your best life. Now, today's show is going to be hopefully something that you could use and really kind of, um, you know, apply to some of your daily movements. We're talking about maintaining good health at work. Do you know that on average, people spend approximately 13 years of time, if you add all the time you spend on a day-to-day basis over a lifetime? On average, it's about 13 years. On the flip side, you only spend about 328 days socializing with friends on average. Now, if you're someone who's out there, you know, really heavy hanging out day to day, it may be a little more. But on average... Most people spend about 328 days over a lifetime hanging with friends, but literally 13 years and two months to be specific, 13 years and two months over a lifetime at work. Now, the reason why this is important. Um, so that being said, it's quite you know important that we really understand 
what we're doing and making sure we're maximizing our health and our wellness while at work because we spend a significant portion of our time there. All right, so one of the things you want to be cognizant of when you're at work and something that's really critical if you want to really maintain good health and wellness is to make sure that you're eating sensibly. Um, people don't understand how important it is to be cognizant of what you're putting in your body. And work is definitely a place where bad eating habits can be easily, easily done. Um, one of the big things about work is, you know, people like to bring snacks and goodies and, and all kinds of treats. And, you know, most people, when they want to bring a snack or goodie to either please their coworkers or please their higher ups or whomever, they usually bring things that people typically are craving. So typically real sweet and gooey and fatty things like, you know, uh, donuts and cinnamon rolls and all these little, you know, things that are making, you know, people who eat them feel all, you know, great inside because of those endorphins they're getting from eating, you know, the greasy and unhealthy food. But the reality is you're really doing a, a, a number on your health because a lot of times people who, you know, see things that are very, very desirable to them, they tend to, you know, partake, especially when there's no cost included because people typically buy food and just kind of share as a source of, you know, goodwill. But the problem is that, you know, a lot of food, you know, that's typically bad for you, you know, and it's free and on display definitely can put people in a position of, you know, um, of a, of a spot where they may feel uncomfortable refusing the food or they may feel, you know, obligated, you know, to eat because they don't want to disappoint the person who brought the food or they just really may like the food and just want to eat it. And that's just what it is. But, you know, they still have their own health issues they're battling with and maybe their willpower isn't as great to refuse it. So you want to be very careful with how you eat at work. And one way you can avoid this is a making sure you keep in tune with the moderation mantra, meaning you're not overdoing it. If there is something very, very you know, delicious, but very unhealthy, eat a small amount of it just to satisfy that craving, but don't overindulge because that's where those really high caloric intake, you know, disasters can really, you know, mess up your dietary goals. Also, you want to make sure that instead of always going to the cafeteria to eat the greasy option of the day, you're being, you know, more diligent about bringing your own food and packing your own healthy meals as well as healthy snacks. So you can, you know, eat according to your plan to make sure you don't swerve off, you know, due to some of the temptations out there that exist plenty at work. So first thing about work and maintaining good health is eating right. That's very important. So making sure you're paying attention to that. If it means meal planning or being cognizant of what you're buying very important. All right. Another thing, too, which also kind of ties into that is to drink a lot of water. It's so important to hydrate and stay active while at work, you know, especially if you have a demanding job where you're moving around a lot. You're maybe in the hospital. You're lifting and pushing things. You're moving around maybe in the office space where you're doing a lot of paperwork and you're still, you know, doing a lot of up and down movements and heading upstairs, and downstairs. You know, that actually does expend energy and you need to hydrate to make sure you don't cause any harm to your body from, you know, prolonged dehydration. Now, of course, I'm one of the folks who are a fan of drinking a lot of water. Again, approximately 3.2, 3.5 liters a day for men and about 2.73 liters a day for women. So if you're someone who's very active, you may want to increase that, you know, by about 10, 15 percent, just to make sure that you're really adequately hydrating your body 
from top to bottom because it's so important for your body to be properly hydrated for it to function at its optimal you know way so again cannot stress enough drinking a lot of water now another thing that's too also quite important when it comes to workplace health and maintaining you know a good um, you know workplace environment is to make sure that you try to reduce or minimize stress as much as possible meaning if you're in a situation at work where you're around folks who may be you know less than pleasant or potentially even toxic you're minimizing exposure to these people uh, you're making sure that you're avoiding situations where you may be put in a place where you may feel obligated to do something you know disrespectful or, or amoral you know things like gossiping lying things that potentially could cause you harm down the line so you want to make sure you you know Try to maintain good interpersonal relationships with your coworkers, and being courteous is key as well. And in, in, in essence, you want to make sure you're treating others with the, the same respect you would like to be treated to reduce, you know, that likelihood of you kind of getting in a situation where you may do something that you may be embarrassed about later. So it's important, again, that you're, you know, avoiding toxic behavior, avoiding toxic relationships and just minimizing interpersonal drama and stress while at work. Um, again, the thing about work too, which is very important is that you're not necessarily there to be friends with everybody at the job, but you want to make sure you can work efficiently with your coworkers and you can get your tasks done. So that should be the focus, making sure that everyone is on task. Everything is being done according to plan and our goals are being achieved. So focus on, you know, achieving your goals and accomplish your task less on, on the drama and the interpersonal BS that can make work very toxic because we one thing we do know about work is that it's a very high high source of stress and you know relationships with other people at work is probably one of the major reasons behind the stress we see at work if it's your boss you know being overly aggressive or hard on you you know with the whole me too thing we've seen a lot of people in powerful positions kind of abuse their power and uh, use people who are quote-unquote beneath them in ways that would be considered wrong and, and advantageous. So you want to make sure that if you are someone who is at, you know, a certain work environment that you're not subjecting yourself or putting yourself in a position where, you know, you could potentially abuse someone or be abused. So again, try to minimize toxic, you know, relationships with people. And if you're in a situation where you're have someone who has power over you, who's significantly more, you know, authoritative and can, you know, punish you, you want to make sure you find a way to get out of that situation. So again, you know, health is so critical. And even if it means taking a pay cut or potentially losing a position at a place where you may otherwise have been fine, but due to the toxic nature of the personalities there, you're not, you know, in a good space, that can be very dangerous. And we've seen, you know, high stress over a prolonged period of time causing numerous ailments like heart disease, strokes, you know, diabetes, things that can potentially be very deadly. So again, minimize toxic relationships. Very important you know, when you're trying to, you know, maintain a good work environment. So another thing too we want to talk about as well is the importance of breaks. Breaks are so critical. Uh, people think that, you know, the, the mark of a good worker is to sit down in one spot for eight hours straight and just never leave your desk and just forego even urination and <laughs> all your typical, you know, eating everything else. That is very dangerous and very unhealthy. You know, people who pride themselves, I didn't eat all day. I was working nonstop. You're actually killing yourself doing that. You want to be, you know, aware of, you know, fatigue on your body. You want to be aware of, you know, 
continuous prolonged activity because over time that can definitely cause damage that may you know may end up requiring some sort of ma ma massive procedure or surgical technique to really you know resolve so you want to make sure you're taking breaks and when we say breaks we you don't mean like taking a break every 10 minutes or whatnot um, typically um, a good a good strategy I would recommend uh, maybe every two to three hours you're making sure you're taking at least a 15 minute break to yourself you're maybe you know you're getting away from the environment that you're in maybe you know going to uh, you know quiet area just relaxing not you know allowing your your mind a mental respite when there's a lot of stress going on to be because that's very important because that's how you help your mind regenerate how you especially if you're in a very stressful situation um, where you deal with a lot of drama and emotion you know taking a break is critical because you want to give your body the ability to kind of relax and regenerate so that you can face the rest of your task and go on about your day so this is also important if you're getting mentally lethargic let's say you've been doing some work and you can't think clearly you see ideas are harder to kind of come up with you know, just take care of yourself, you know, a little 15, 20 minute break, you know, allow yourself to regenerate, you know, think about something else, you know, zone out for a little bit, maybe, maybe even meditate. Uh, meditation is so effective and only 15 minutes of meditation can do wonders as far as reducing stress, anxiety, helping improve mental clarity. And just overall, just kind of resetting, you know, the mind that, um, you know, can be so beneficial, especially if you're creative or just someone who's needing to take care of whatever tasks they're trying to handle. So again, Taking a break is key. So, you know, take a break, you know, do it, you know, in a respectful way, obviously. But at the same time, try to maximize the the relaxation component of that break so you can really help restore um, some of those things going on. So anyway, that's the first part of the show, guys. We got to take a break here. We're going to come back. We got some more tips here that we can hopefully impart to you guys. Again, it's the Health of Wells Connection. Thanks for tuning in. All right, guys, it's Dr. B here again. Thanks for coming back to the show. We got um, a pretty cool topic today. We're talking about maintaining good health at work. And we're kind of going over some tips of things you could do to kind of reduce the you know, the chance of you getting help, getting sick, avoiding long-term illness, and just overall maintaining a good health and wellness lifestyle. All right, so another thing you want to do if you are at work and you want to keep, you know, you know your health, you know, in a good vibe, Stay active. It is so important, you know, that people who, especially those who have desk jobs where you're really sitting down all day in front of a computer, you know, you want to make sure you're, number one, when you're at the computer, keep your posture up. You want to be upright, looking at the screen, you know, or making sure you, you, you maintain your posture um, very well. Excuse me. You want to make sure you maintain your posture very well. One thing that I actually see that people do that could be effective is that you want to get a potentially uh, like a standing desk even that can also help you you know with the staying active as well as maintaining your posture you definitely burn more calories standing than you do sitting so people you know you want to kind of maybe take a day or two of the, out of the week you're standing at your desk versus sitting down the entire time or you can get like a, a ball and uh, sit on that like one of those um, activity balls the big round plastic ones you see at the gyms typically those are excellent as far as helping you kind of maintain upright positioning, keep your muscles tense, as well as maintaining posture. That's a great way to reduce some of those long-term effects you see with prolonged sitting. Um, things like blood clots, um, different ailments are very, very uh, prevalent in those who are sitting down for extended periods of time. So, And it can be very dangerous. So standing up, moving around, um, being active is key. Uh, another tip we want to be active as well, maybe consider even like what we call a walking lunch. You know, you take your lunch, maybe a sandwich or whatever, but instead of eating it and sitting down, 
you walk around, you know, maybe outside or walk inside the building you're in. Uh, this is good, especially if you're a, someone who has a sit down job where you're sitting down for extended periods of time. Definitely get up and move around and lunch is a great time to do that. Also, you know, if you're also at the desk a lot, you know, getting up every few minutes, maybe every 10, every so 15 minutes or maybe every hour moving around just stretching, kind of keeping things loose and limb and, and, and uh, limber can be very helpful as well in reducing some of those other ailments that can occur when sitting down for prolonged periods. So, you know, just get up, get active, maybe walk upstairs as well. You can go up, maybe walk up the flights of stairs. Just do something at least once or twice during your, your time at work to kind of keep the blood flowing and just keeping those muscles contracting because those are the ways you really reduce the chance of illness and, and long-term disease by burning calories and, you know, making sure you're not, you know, sitting or being sedentary for extended periods of time. So, so again, that's, that's a couple of things you could do there. Now, another tip you could, uh, uh, you know, consider when you're at work is to keep your work area clean. It's, it's so important, especially if you're in an area that you share the workspace with others. Let's say you're in doing one shift and people coming behind you and vice versa or people are moving throughout the day. You want to make sure you're cleaning your area and thoroughly, you know, sanitizing your area if it means using hand sanitizer and keeping it nearby or getting, you know, the sanitized wipes and wiping down your workspace before starting work. Those things are very important because they can help prevent, prevent communicable diseases. You know, people are sneezing and coughing or they may have an illness, some sort of viral illness or, or bacterial illness that they may be, you know, not being careful with protecting themselves or they're, you know, maybe coughing in their hand because they want to prevent spreading the, the ailment, but then they then use the <laughs> laptop or a computer or mouse with that same hand, and then you jump up behind them before you know it, you're coughing and, and sneezing. So it's so important that, you know, you're sterilizing your area, especially if it's a shared area, it's very important. Good way to help reduce spreading of illnesses and so forth. Uh, and on, on that same note, it's very important you just maintain good hygiene. That's critical. I talk about this, I think in my last show, we talked about the flu and things you can do. It's something you should be doing really 24-7 around the year, not necessarily just doing flu, flu season. Meaning like if you're, you know, at your desk, you know, making sure that, you know, you wash your hands before eating, you know, try to minimize touching your face and mouth, especially after you're shaking hands with other people. You know, you want to make sure you're, you're you know, you know, before eating or touching yourself, you want to, uh, you know, wash your hands thoroughly or at least at the very least use hand sanitizer. Great way you can reduce your risk of contracting, you know, various ailments like the flu or other simple viruses or whatnot uh, from other people. So again, in, and on the same note, you want to make sure that if people are obviously sick, like you see someone coughing and hacking up a storm, you know, you try to reduce contact with said person. Now, I'm not saying isolate said person unless they have something very dangerous like TB or something, which is a possibility. So you want to just reduce contact. That means, you know, try to reduce, definitely don't want to be shaking hands and hugging and all that stuff if they're obviously sick. You want to also reduce the, you know, uh, chance of you sharing items with said person that they're, you know, using a computer. You're making sure you're reducing use of that computer or at least cleaning it before using it. It's just very important that you try to reduce the exposure to someone who is sick so that you can avoid being sick. Now, it just so, um, you know, this hopefully is not too, you know, far off, uh, you know, from common sense, but you know, you'd be surprised. People, you know, sometimes forget some of the basics. And those basics are really what keeps people from getting, you know, ill and getting sick. So, you know, it's just so important because uh, 
we all know that you know illness and, and sickness is a big issue at work and people you know if they a lot of people are getting sick at work it kind of definitely affects productivity affects you know the company's ability to function and it's not good for business so it's very important that you know Hopefully, employers, if you're listening here, you're also encouraging these said practices to your workers so that you can, you know, get the best out of them. Because you know, no one, you know, really benefits when someone gets sick, and so it's critical that you know employers are also looking at ways they can improve the workplace for their employees so that they can hopefully stay well and stay productive and stay active. So, all right, guys. So another tip, and I think a probably hopefully a helpful tip for you if you're at work and trying to maintain a healthy work environment is to try and get others involved. I know it's uh, kind of may seem annoying to some of your workers if you're harassing them, but you'd be surprised. A lot of times people are appreciated. Uh, we mentioned earlier about maybe taking a walking lunch, you know, instead of just sitting around like you would normally do um, during your lunch break. That would be a great time to maybe invite, you know, some your coworkers, you know, your friends or whomever, or whoever you like hanging with, or if you just, you know, whoever you want to meet, for instance. You know, just say you want to walk, you know, outside and we eat lunch and just kind of get some exercise at the same time. That can be a great way to, you know, break the ice with an employee potentially that you're, you know, you know, maybe working with but don't really know too much about. Or a good way just to kind of, you know, further bond with other employees or even further discuss issues you may be working on, like a project or something. So, you know, things like, you know, group activity can be um, a good idea or you can just simply, you know, take some employees and y'all go for a walk around the block during your lunch break or whenever and just make it a group activity so that you can keep everyone accountable because that's so important especially if you're making a commitment to improve your health and wellness and you're at work where you spend a significant amount of time recruiting people to help you on your journey is always beneficial and if you can get people at work to help you do some of the activities that you may not feel motivated to do otherwise it's always a bonus so you know, telling people about, hey, look, I'm trying to be more healthy. I'm trying to get my stuff together. Uh, you know, would you like to come to me on this walk to maybe kind of make it more fun so that it's not so monotone? Maybe something that someone who also may have similar ideas and maybe have hasn't fully committed or really thought about it, it may jog them and get them, you know, encouraged. So they can also maybe take their own journey. So, you know, don't hesitate to ask people who you think may be open to it. You don't want to talk to people who are you know, clearly against that or not interested at all. You know, not harassing people is also important. You don't want to increase their stress. So <laughs> don't be pushy about it. But if you someone who's open to it, definitely doesn't hurt to, you know, maybe suggest that activity or something that you can do as a group to help keep each other on point. So, again, so ultimately, you know, you know, these things we're talking about today, you kind of have to be very dedicated, very focused and just kind of consistent. And that's really the, the whole thing about it. Is. is consistency is key so keeping consistent at work going home maintaining that same consistency as far as your diet your behavior your activities it's really the only way you can ensure you know long-term benefits so hopefully some of these, these tips you know will help you in your weight loss journey and making sure that you're maximizing your movements no matter where you're at again it's dr barry here thank you for joining me today on the health and wellness connection podcast slash radio show we're so grateful for all those who are listening if you have any questions or concerns, please, uh, you can definitely reach out to us on a numerous menagerie of platforms, including iTunes. Or sorry, you can find us if you want to listen to the show, uh, iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud. If you want to reach out to us, though, and kind of get some uh, information, have any questions, and you want to provide some feedback, definitely reach out to us. I'm on Instagram at DrBerryMD. You can also find us on Facebook, www.facebook.com backslash next level weight loss. Also, we're also on a traditional old email 
Again, email if you want to reach out to me on email, health at gmail.com. That's health at gmail.com. Again, thanks for listening again to another show. We Hopefully you'll tune in next week. We've got another exciting show. Be broadcast live on afrovibesradio.com as well as a podcast. So again, thanks for tuning in. It's your boy, Dr. Barry MD. Health of Connection is out. Mm-hmm.